everyone's had a whole week now, right? It's been a week since that amazing draft class was put together. Ready for a conspiracy theory? Now that we've all come down a little bit, yeah, good morning to you. I knew you were. Good Friday morning. I'm Dayan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer daily shots of Penguins and Pirates that I hope you'll check out. And this is not the craziest conspiracy theory you'll probably hear like even today. But I've got one for you. What if, what if Mike Tomlin and everyone else associated with the Steelers is prioritizing the running game this season, even if it's just a teensy, weensy, weensy little part of it, because Matt Canada can't call passing plays? Oh, yes, I did. Yes, I did go there. Don't tell me it hasn't crossed you. No, you're lying. Do not tell me that it hasn't crossed your mind. Do not tell me that after watching this team in the second half of last season go 7-2 and two down the stretch, largely on the strength of a running game that averaged 146.4 yards per game. And when you finally began to believe at least a little bit in something, anything related to Canada, that you didn't think to yourself, all right, I mean, they can at least keep him around for that. But what if it's more cynical than that? What if it's everything that you and I and everyone else who follows this team in any capacity was complaining about, and bitterly so, in January when it became clear that Canada wasn't going to get fired, during which the common perception was that this was being done to save face, particularly on the part of the head coach? Because you don't want to be firing coordinators all the time. This would have been his, I don't know, 17th offensive coordinator in the last 15 months or however it is that it feels. But it's not a good look when that occurs. It looks like you can't hire coordinators. So rather than dumping them or cutting them or worse, releasing them in mid-contract when their full contract is guaranteed and additionally costing your boss some money, you say, we're going to hang on to him, but we're going to run the football. We're going to set things up from the run because the run is the only thing we saw that you could do, meaning you, Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator. What can you expect at Point Park University in downtown Pittsburgh? Respect Rigor, relevance, that's the Point Park pledge. You'll be treated with respect while being challenged and supported academically to graduate with career-ready, relevant skills. Visit pointpark.edu to learn more. Are you following me now on this? Are you following why it's relevant? Here's why. Picture, season opener. Steelers offense takes the field looking all big and brawny and He-Man-like and stomping 
giant footsteps into the grass as they rattle the stadium and they hand the ball off to Najee and then they hand the ball off to Najee again and then they throw a pass just you know just to mix it up a little bit and then it's Najee and Jalen and Najee and Jalen and boom 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 but the point comes in the game where for whatever reason you have to throw the ball you run out of options to just stay on the ground. You have to throw the ball and you see the same routes, the same straight line for George Pickens, the same hook for Deontay Johnson, same lack of imagination, the same jet sweeps, the same nothingness from all of the rest. What happens? Then what are you thinking? Other than fire the coordinator into the hot sun, what are you thinking? Well, I'm going to guess you'd be thinking the same thing I would, which is the only reason they kept this guy around was everything I just mentioned, everything. And even if I'm the only one thinking this, even if I'm the only one, I hate that I'm thinking it because I look at all these other moves that have been made. Everything that's been done to fortify this offense, everything that's being done now, including through the draft, actually on both sides of the ball, but also to fortify the defense with some actual youth, bringing Keanu Benton in, bringing Joey Porter Jr. in. And I want to be in the same place that everybody else is. I was about the class, okay? But now that I've had a chance to come down a little bit and I ask myself, and I think this is a natural thing to do, what is it that can go really wrong from here? Well, The obvious one is injuries. The second one is Matt Canada. So what I hope comes from this, to try to bring this back into a positive direction, what I hope comes from it is that while I will embrace a run-first approach, I think the Steelers are in a great position to zig while most of the rest of the league is zagging. I do see a benefit to it. But I don't want to see it as a crutch. I want to know that given the right situation, maybe the right opponent, that this team will be capable of saying, hey, we're going to throw the ball on you. All right. You can line up 35 men in the box here if you want. We're just going to throw the ball on you because we can also do that. I don't want to hear, we're a running team, we're a running team, this is what we do, we establish a run, when it isn't there or when it isn't possible. Baltimore is going to be a team that makes sure you can't run, makes damn sure you can't run. You have seen John Harbaugh do that. You've seen Harbaugh put everyone on his roster in that box, himself included, when he knew he needed to shut down Le'Veon Bell before anything else happened. He does not care. He will sell out to the concept. Bill Belichick does the same thing. He circles the one player on your team and he thinks it can hurt him the most and goes after that player. Doesn't care who else tries to beat him. So if you brought this coordinator back and gave him this concept as a crutch, that's lousy. Okay? It's hypothetically lousy, but lousy nonetheless. Here is hoping that there is every bit as much behind-the-scenes emphasis on the passing game as there will be on the running game. That's my point here. When we come back, J1Q. 
Luxembourg, Garbett, Kelly, and George. LGKG is a personal injury law firm in Western Pennsylvania that represents people hurt in car accidents or who need help with workers' comp or medical malpractice. When the attorneys at LGKG make you a promise, they keep it. They've been keeping promises in our region for over 80 years. LGKG's been AV rated, the highest rating a law firm can receive, and they've been designated super lawyers. That's actually a thing for over 15 years. It's a rare combination. LGKG has offices in Cranberry, Newcastle, Beaver Falls, Butler, and Elwood City. Learn more about them by visiting lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5454. LGKG. says, hey, DK, can we admit that all of the good things that we generally think of Kenny and all the attributes that make him a good quarterback, not great, I'm not quite there yet, that his weakest skill set, his weakest area, is that there has to be improvement in his decision making. That's the one area I feel we'll have a difficult time differentiating between whether it's Kenny or whether it's the low-hanging fruit of Matt Canada. It's not going to be easy, Joe. It, it never is. It, it's it's said all the time on this show and elsewhere that it's close to impossible to to pick apart specific responsibility on specific plays when a lot of times there's only two people on the planet who know where someone was supposed to be or what someone should have done, meaning the player and the coordinator, and neither of them is in the business of spilling that out to the public. So if Kenny makes a terrible read and throws an interception, and we all want to blame Matt Canada and everything else, Kenny stands there after the game and says, hey, that was 100% on me. You don't even necessarily believe him because you just think, oh, that's Kenny, man. He's just being a team player, man. What a great team player Kenny is to take all those bullets himself for his wide receiver running the wrong route or for his coordinator not having a clue. What a what a gem that Kenny is. We're never going to be able to know that. But that's why I want to see this offense have multiple capabilities, multiple looks, even if it means skewing completely into the opposite column for a specific opponent. If you're facing a team that is, you know, third best in the NFL against the run and ranks 29th in pass defense and you try to shove the ball up the middle on them, you're a dope. Okay? You're just a dope. You're doing something just because you can't do the other thing. That's my concern. That's my overarching concern through that opening segment that I was trying to describe for you. You ask about Kenny's decision-making. Can it improve? Yes. Would Kenny agree with that? Yes. Going back over his tape, would you use that to assess this? My answer would be no. Kenny didn't have OTAs, minicamp, training camp, preseason, first four games of the regular season as this team's number one quarterback. As such, he got almost zero. Number one reps, those matter. Those are the plays you're supposed to be running with the players you're supposed to be running with. Big, 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 big difference. 
a whole nother year to go through the playbook, a whole nother year to communicate with your quarterback's coach, with your coordinator, with your head coach, with whoever it is that's required or beyond required, the way Kenny described the great conversations he would have with Brian Flores about how to run a two-minute offense, what the defense hates to see from a two-minute offense. That actually happened. Kenny credited Flores in large part for those late drives that the Steelers were able to engineer for those couple of wins near the end of the 2022 season. He has every opportunity to be a markedly better quarterback in every way. And as such, this goes to my subject from yesterday's show, we have every right to expect it and to expect it much sooner rather than later. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone who listens to Daily Shot of Steelers uh, all week long, all the time. I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. It won't be anywhere near as eventful as last weekend was, but try to make the best of it. And we'll hook up back here again on Monday. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.